0: You're listening to the 85th edition of the B'Tochem Podcast. And just a nice thing right now, Baruch Hashem, you've seen, if you watch these uh, B'Tochem Podcasts, you've seen how we have come to many different locations, pretty much always in the hills, not every time, but in the hills around Beit Shemesh. And right now I'm in a location which is not in the direction that I usually go, but it's also near Beit Shemesh. It's off the 38, and I haven't been here in about uh, probably about two years, I was here to film a video called Ahalulah, the words of which are all from the Pesukim in in Tehillim, which talk about Bitochim and Hashem, perhaps we'll get to them in this section. But it's especially touching to come to a place where you created a video which, Baruch Hashem, has been seen over 400,000 times, and it's had an impact on people, and it's inspired people. So it reminds us, when we look back, on the places that we've had success, we look at the moments, and the, the, for me the songs, that people have related to, so that helps, because when we look back, we can always see, God has helped us, and we can be assured that he's helping us, and he's going to help us, so just thought I'd mention that as we begin, let's see some psukim from King David, David HaMelech tells us in Tehillim, in Psalms, so many different psukim, so many beautiful verses which speak about his bitach and his faith in Hashem. We have some famous, some less famous, but here are a few that are quite famous. V'yiftachu shemecha, ki la shecha Hashem. Plus, like the Hill, in chapter 9, verse 11. Those who know your name will trust in you, because you have not forsaken those who seek you. V'yiftachu. Those who know your name today, amongst the people of Israel, they should. It makes sense that they should trust in you. Sister Redak, they saw that you have not forsaken those who trust in you. Those who seek you, those who seek God, they find Him. Those who are looking for Hashem in their lives, looking to see Hashem, to discern Hashem's hand in their lives, so they indeed find Him and therefore they know that they can trust Him. Yisa imam You are with them in the times of difficulty and therefore they knew and we know that we can trust Hashem. We can look back at the past as we said. We can see Hashem was with us. We can continue to believe that He'll be with us. The Malbim says, Those who know your name, they will trust in you. Gilazat Hashem does not let us go even for a moment. There's not a moment that Hashem does, takes away His Hashkah, His divine providence from us. They are always being provided with divine providence at all times. So ultimately, they won't even have any difficult situations. The more a person strengthens their bitachon. The more Hakadosh Baruch Hu shows up in their lives, the more we think about B'tachan, the more we start to notice that. Oh, Hashem did that for me. Oh, Hashem is doing this for me. We see it more, but not just that we see it more, but it becomes strengthened in our lives through our recognition of it. Here is another famous pasuk, also in Tehillim. All the pasukim today are going to be from King David. <laughs> I trusted in your kindness. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to Hashem for all that He has done for me. So first we had the Radak. My enemies think that there's no one who will save me they think that they will succeed in causing me damage. But I trust in your kindness, Hashem. You will save me. It says the Radak, the word what does it mean? I trust it in your kindness here. I trust that even though I don't deserve it. How can a person have We don't really deserve it. Why should Hashem help us? How is our relationship with Him? Is it so perfect? Is it ideal? Are we... Are we Serving Hashem properly. King David says, King David, greatest, perhaps one of the greatest of all people. King David, King of Israel. Less than Miggah Mekelumi, he had nothing of his own, he was just reflecting God's light. And yet he said, I don't know if I deserve it, but I trust, because of your kindness, even though I don't deserve it. That's the Redak. The Ibn Ezra says, Similar idea. I don't have any kindness that I've done, that I believe that I can merit to your kindness. But I trust in your kindness. And because of this bitachin that I have, because of this trust that I have in you, this faith I have in you, this confidence I have in you, my heart will rejoice. And finally, let me see the of stuff. It says, It was always true. It says, of David in the Pshat and what King David is saying. It is always true. Whenever I trusted in your kindness, my heart was joyous in salvation. Habamim mimcha that came from you. There's a recognition and a repeated recognition that Hashem is kind, Hashem loves us, he cares about us. We can trust in him, and we will see a salvation. He will come to us because of our trust. Where I would say it will be more obvious to us because we looked for it. Now here comes a puzzle which is a little bit less famous, a little bit less well known, but it's a very interesting puzzle. The king says David. King David says, the king trusts in Hashem. And he trusts in the kindness, the, the exalted kindness of God, which never falters, which never fails. I find this very interesting because, you know, think about it. A king, he has all the power. He has the power of life and death over people. Everyone has to listen to him. He has all of the wealth. He has all of the prestige. What does he need to depend on anyone but himself for? But says David HaMelech, it's not true, don't think that. The king, the king has a faith. In whom does he place his faith? Upon whom does he place his faith? He places it in Hashem. Says the Radakya Melech. Where is the king's joy, right? The person who has it all, where is his real joy? Where does that person experience true happiness in life? It doesn't come from all the things that he has, it doesn't come from all of his wealth, it doesn't come from all the people who, give him, who, who do his, his bidding. It only comes from his bitachon and his joy in Hashem. And not with the, the vast amounts of wealth or the vast amounts of people that are beholden to him. Why does the king trust in Hashem? Because the king knows, even though he's above everybody else, he knows that there's someone who's greater than him. Davon tells us that is HaKadosh Baruch Himself God Himself as it were HaShem has the ability to save and to do good to whoever wants to whoever He would like to to whoever He desires whether a lot or a little whether it's a tremendous salvation or a small salvation That's why He's assured He's, he's confident that He won't falter all right, so might is going on. That's not clear to me. If it's going on, the fact that a kodesh kindness does not falter, doesn't, uh, you know, is not uh, wa- is unwavering, or the person himself is unwavering. But I think it's also, uh, you know, a king upon whom can he rely? If let's say the king knows that he doesn't, he doesn't feel confident for whatever reason. Maybe his armies, his generals aren't smart enough. Maybe. Another king is threatening to take over his kingdom. Now, the king is the highest person that we can think of, if we think honestly about what a king is. He's the most power, he has the most. So if he's not confident, who can he be confident in? So the Melch is telling us, only the Baruch Hu has all of the power, all of the time. The Malbim. Ki HaMelech ki like the passage says the king trusts in Hashem why? because the passage says your word will be true and he trusts in the exalted kindness of God because this kindness the Mahvam learns that it, it's talking about the kindness doesn't, doesn't falter doesn't, is unwavering Hashem's kindness God is, God is kind not just God is kind God is perfectly kind God's kindness never, never stops. God always wants to be kind. That is his, his chief motivation, so to speak. His chief motivation for creating the world was kindness. So, can a person depend on Hashem's kindness? Yes. Even now, yes. Even in this situation, yes. There's no such thing as a situation when a, where a person can't depend on Hashem's kindness. Because his kindness is unwavering. Because that's the essence of who God is. God is kind. God is good. Okay, now here's two Psukim, one after another in, the, in, in Psalms, chapter 22, verses 5 and 6. King David says a double language. Our forefathers trusted in you, they trusted, and you saved them. They called out to you and they were saved. They trusted in you, and they were not embarrassed. So those are the two Psukim. Let's see. I will before explain these beautiful psukkim. First, the Radak, Ibn Ezra, Malbin. How many times have our forefathers, the patriarchs, our forebears, our bubbies and our zaidis, our Alta bubbies, our, our Alta zaidis, going back a hundred years, a thousand years, two thousand years, three thousand years, how many times did they trust you? And he saved them from their oppression. Their trust wasn't for naught. Why is King David in this verse double the language and say again, they trusted in you, they trusted in you. The Radag says it's because it wants to emphasize that there was an exclusive confidence in whom or upon whom did they place their trust only in Hashem? They did not place their trust in anybody else, in their strength, in their own wisdom. Nothing. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's where they place their strength. That's where they place their confidence, their Bitachem. Ibn Ezra, Becha, Kvar Botchu Becha, Av Bilaitzara B'lai So, Ibn Ezra says something, which Rosh Shiva, Rabbi Pear talks about. He says, when they didn't have a problem, they trusted in you. That's why there's a double language here. They trusted in you, and they also trusted when they had a problem and they were saved. Which is a very important lesson, right? How do I know I'm going to have bitachin in, in the moment of truth? When push comes to shove, and my, my back is against the wall. So in some ways it's easier to have bitachin. But if I've never thought about it, if I've never... Contemplated it, if I haven't worked on it, it's much harder to have bitachin and Hashem in that moment of difficulty. Says the Ibn Ezra, Dabra Melch is saying, Bechabatku, they trusted in you? Even in regular situations, they trusted. I can't find my shoes. Hashem, I'm going to find my shoes. Simple thing. I need a parking spot. Hashem, I'm going to find a parking spot. Then, when it comes to the difficult situation, whatever it may be, we can have a different, there's a different kind of bitachin when we get to that challenging situation. But once once we have exercised the bitachin muscle, we can use it in any situation and we can find our salvation. And finally, the Malbim P'shat in this Pasuk. Bechobat senu, Bezeher shnei And with this, they... They had two advantages. They, they got two benefits. And this is something which is also the, the altar of the Vardic points out at the very beginning of the Shabbat which we learned together, that there are two advantages of the Baal Bittachin. Number one is that he becomes somebody who is calm somebody who is calm I can walk into a situation knowing that Hashem has my back I have to get my kid into a school I can make that phone call I can I can do it why? Hashem Hashem is with me Hashem is protecting me Hashem wants the best for me and my children so I'm calm the second advantage is and this is why the Pasuk says it twice the second advantage is Hashem saves me. Hashem takes care of me. Hashem gets me to that place that I need to be, gets me to that situation of salvation. Now we come to the other post. They called out to you, Hashem, and they were saved. They were taken out of their difficult situation. They trusted in you and they weren't embarrassed. What is this concept? Eben Ezra, Levad Chazaku, again, they trusted only in you. They didn't trust in anybody else. They didn't call out to anybody else. They didn't depend on anybody else. Le Boishu. That's why they weren't embarrassed, right? Right? When I trust in somebody, in a human being, it's embarrassing. I can't do it myself. Someone wants to do me a favor to help me out. It's very nice. It's beautiful. But... Uh, uh, I'm insufficient. I'm, I'm not. I'm not man enough to do it myself. It doesn't feel good. It feels bad. But when Hashem is the one we trust in completely, we don't have to ever be embarrassed. It's like, I don't. It's not an embarrassment for me not to be self-sufficient in in the, in the face of God. Hashem can do anything. Hashem can give me anything. It's not a place for me to be embarrassed. I just I actually read a story. It was recently the. The uh, yard side of the Chazanish. My daughter came home. My eight-year-old daughter came home. She needed a story. We have a book of stories. We pulled out the book and we found a story. The story was that a guy came in to the Chazanish to ask him some kind of question. I don't know exactly what why he came there. The Chazanish saw that he had torn shoes. His shoes were, were falling apart. He says to him, Why do you have why is why are your shoes torn? Why are you walking around in shoes like that? And the man said, I, I'm, I'm very poor, I, I just can't afford to buy new shoes. Chazanish says to him, Did you ask Hashem to help you? The man's like, I'm embarrassed to ask God for this. It's not, I'm not going to bother Hashem with shoe, asking Him for shoes. Chazanish said to him, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't know what, what Hashem is. Hashem is like a father who's rich. If your father was very, very rich, would you be embarrassed to ask Him for shoes? He's got it all. Kazhboku is your father, he loves you. He's got it all. You don't have to be embarrassed. That's the ultimate that's the ultimate sense of confidence and lack of embarrassment is asking Hashem, trusting in Hashem and knowing that we're gonna get what we need from him. Says the Malbim, last the last shot we're gonna have for today. Mevar Shte Hatayalia is talking. So he said that there are two advantages, the Ma'abhim said that there are two advantages when a person has bitachin trust in Hashem. And he explains them here in this passage, King David. The the purpose that they were able to attain through their bitachin, right? They they call it to Hashem and Hashem saved them. This is much greater. This is a much greater accomplishment than trusting in a human being. Human being doesn't necessarily save a person every time. But our forefathers, our Bubbies and our zedis, they were saved every time they called out. Our great grandparents, sorry, Riffka, ain't a car of tamed. The human being is not always close to the one who trusts in him, right? If I trust in my parents or I trust in a king or I trust in a rich person, that person may or may not be available for me when I need when I need them. but you are always there Hu is always by our side he's always next to us. the mob says it it's not a modern uh, Song, this is the Malbim talking in King David's words, two thousand, three thousand year old song. Powerful song that echoes through the generations. You are always there next to them, to hear their call, to answer their to answer their their cry. And second, there is an intrinsic advantage to having bitachin, what is that advantage? Because by trusting in Hashem, we become people who are not embarrassed. A human being, when I trust in that human being, so it's embarrassing. I have to lower myself to another human being like me. And this final point is really beautiful from the the Malbim. When I trust in Hashem, it's an honor. I'm somebody who's a b'tech Hashem. Right? When Rosh Hashiva says, it's a famous thing, the Altar of would write base base next to his name, like people write PhD next to their name, he would write base base next to his name, Bal B'tachen. What What a title. To be somebody who trusts in Hashem, what an honor. To be a person, a human being, who is exalted, who is able to say, I place my trust in Hashem. I believe that Hashem is going to send me to the place that I need to be. Hashem is going to give me the parnassa I need. Hashem is going to give my child the wherewithal, the schools, the teachers, to accomplish and to be successful in life. What an honor it is to be able to say that, to be able to think that, to be able to work on that. So, let's go into this week, continue working on our Bittachen. I invite you all, there's a Bittachen group for men on Sundays, for women on Tuesdays, Contact Ari Goldweg at gmail.com or thebetalkinggroup at gmail.com and I'll direct you as to how you can join, be a part of it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.